Good morning, Cornerstone. My name is Matthew, and I'll be doing the scripture reading for today, which comes from Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. We're only doing verses 1 to 3 today. Um, and I'm reading from NIV. The call of Abram. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. The word of the Lord. It's my honor and privilege to introduce for the, well, not the first time, first time in 3D version, real life rather than virtual, but uh, Dr. Mary Ho was our speaker two years ago. 2020, uh, first missions conference ever, totally virtual. So she was privileged to be the speaker for that. And, uh, and then we've also had contact with her and her husband from since then. We were supposed to have a Senders U, uh, they call it, this weekend. But uh, we, for the pandemic reasons, we chose not to do that again. But thankfully, they are here despite our cancellation and, and to our invitation. So Dr. Mary Ho is the Executive International Director for All Nations, which, as we saw last week, if you were here, it is not a mission organization, it is a worship organization. So uh, I'll let her explain that more, as I'm sure she will. So without further ado, Dr. Mary Ho, let's give her a welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Jeff, and good morning, everyone. Since you guys like to sit in the back, I'm going to move closer to you. <laughs> well, it is, uh, it is wonderful to be here. Uh, we've wanted to come here for several years. Uh, two years, I think three years since Anthony first uh, kind of invited me. And so it's just such a, a, a joy to be here. And, um, and I'm grateful to be here with my husband, John. He's an architect, and uh, he started his own business about three years ago so that he could travel with me as much as possible. And as Jeff said, um, I'm the international executive leader of All Nations, and uh, we are a mission organization that works in about 45 countries among the unreached. And um, we go to peoples and places that don't know Jesus. Ah, I may have a slide at the very end. Yeah, but uh, it is Kansas City for North America. It is Cape Town for Southern Africa, Kampala, Uganda for Eastern Africa, Hamburg, Germany uh, for Europe. And then last year, um, yeah, I just really want to thank Cornerstone because you helped us launch a Chinese-speaking hub in Taiwan in November. So those are the five hubs. And uh, today I want to share a bit about blessing because it is God's heart to bless us. And the Lord's blessing is the very core of the gospel, right? Uh, because God so loved us that he sent his one and only son, that we will not perish but have eternal life, right? So God wants to bless you today. 
his heart is to bless us. Uh, when John and I got married, um, our key verse in our wedding was John 10.10, which is, he has come to give us life and life abundantly. And um, blessing is not only core to the gospel, blessing is core to missions. Um, so, and so as we uh, hear about God's blessing, I just want you to, over the next half hour, think of ways that God has personally blessed you, because he has blessed us all in different ways. So for me, um, I grew up on four continents. I'm the daughter of a diplomat, and uh, I spent most of my childhood actually in Africa, in Swaziland, which is now Eswatini, then had my high school education in New Zealand. By the time I was 17 and came to the U.S., um, I was actually pretty broken. I was pretty, I was, I suffered from severe depression where I couldn't get out of bed. And also I, I suffered from an eating disorder called bulimia. I think it's, I forgot what it is. Oh no, this is an English congregation. I don't have to find the Chinese word. <laughs> I just want to say I'm so relieved to be speaking English. Uh, yeah, so, um, so I had bulimia for about seven years and started to go and see a psychiatrist who was giving me uh, prescription medicine. And within the first semester, I actually got kicked out by the university. I went to University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And as we all know here, since we're all Chinese, that is a great shame, right? Uh, to be kicked out within the first uh, few months. But through a chain of events, I, I gave my life to Jesus. And you know, I was so unchurched, I really didn't know much about Jesus. But the day I asked, and prayed for the Lord to be my Lord and Savior, I went back to the dorm, and the next day I thought, wow, I had a, I had a very good day, because I used to, um, to take about seven, eight times adult uh, dosage for laxatives, and I binged and purged every day for seven years. But the day after I gave my life to Jesus, I thought, wow, this is a very good day. I haven't binged or purged for a day. And then, wow, it's really two very good days. Wow, it's a good week. Wow, it's a good month. And I was so unchurched, I did not know that Jesus had the power to heal me, to transform my life, and to just totally set me free. I did not ask to be a Christian. He pursued me. I did not ask to be healed or set free, and he set me free. And through a, a series of events, I went, uh, I went back to school, got my bachelor's, master's, and then my doctorate. And so that is how God has blessed me. And of course, he's given me a wonderful husband and two really, really sweet boys. And um, so be thinking about the ways that God has blessed you. It could be your education. It could be your friends. Uh, but today, I want to talk about the three Ps of blessing. The purpose, the promise, and the price of blessing. That for each one of us, God has called us for a purpose. 
uh, and that is to bless all the families of the earth. He has given us a promise that he will give us the same blessing that he gave to Abraham, and that, um, that there is a price to pay to fulfill his mandate and to receive his blessing. So as we just um, heard from, is it Matt? That's right. Um, so often we think missions, because I've been told to uh, speak on missions, we think mission starts with Matthew 28, but it actually started 4,000 years ago when God said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, your father's household, to the land I will show you. I mean, poor Abraham. He did, God didn't even say, go to Czech Republic, go to Malawi, but go to somewhere I will show you, right? And God gives him a five-fold blessing. This promise is five-fold. And first, of, at the first, God gives him three blessings. He says, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you and I will make your name great. Three blessings. But these three blessings are unto a purpose for Abraham. It says, so that you will be a blessing. So the Lord wants to bless us, not just for ourselves, but so that we will be a blessing. And it's so obvious in the short time I've known Nathan he has been greatly blessed by God, I think through his family, through the gifting and equipping God has given him. But isn't he a blessing? Isn't he a blessing to all of us? God has blessed him so that he could be a blessing to this church and on the college campuses. And then God gave uh, Abraham two more promises, two more blessings. He says, I will bless those who bless you. And then he says, whoever curses you, I will curse. What that means is through Jesus' cross, death on the cross, the kingdom of God has advanced to break the power of sin and evil and curses off of your life. So the Lord will bless those who bless you. And through his death on the cross, he has broken the power of evil over your life so that we can live a life of freedom just like the Lord set me free from bulimia, right? But again, these two promises are unto a purpose, and it is so that all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Isn't that astounding? That he is blessing us so that all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through us. And, um, and this blessing is both personal and global to Abraham. It's, Abraham, I will bless you. But guess what? Through you, I'm going to bless all the peoples of the earth. So it's both personal to you, but it's also totally global. It's a world-sized promise. And basically, through, through God's call to Abraham, through one man, through one family, he wants to bless all the families of the earth. And God repeats this promise 
five times in Genesis. Now, how is it related to us? Well, in Romans 4, 13, it says um, that Abraham, through this calling, will become the heir of the world. Isn't that astounding? He won't just be the heir of his father's property. He was already a very wealthy man. He wouldn't just be the heir of a business, but the heir of the world. And in Galatians 3, Galatians, actually that should be a 3, uh, verse 8 to 9, um, it says that the promise to Abraham that all nations will be blessed through you is actually God announcing the gospel in advance to Abraham. So that promise we just read in Genesis 12, it is the gospel of Jesus Christ announced in advance to Abraham. And then it says here, if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offsprings and heirs according to the promise. So if you belong to Christ, you are Abraham's offspring. And the promise and the blessing we just read in Genesis 12, guess what? You are heir of the same promise that was given to Abraham. So Abraham is heirs of the world, and you are Abraham's heir, the same promise and the same blessing. Well, as I said earlier, God repeats this um, promise five times in Genesis, three times to Abraham. The second time was in Genesis 18. And again, God says, all the nations, all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. The word nations there actually means all the peoples. And then the third time, God repeats it again to Abraham. Uh, this time in Genesis 22, it said that there's a slight twist in it. It says, through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. So previously, God said to Abraham, through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And now it's through your seed, your offspring, your children, all the nations will be blessed. And so when God calls us, he doesn't just call us. The calling of God, it isn't just for me. And here in America, we're probably Americanized. Um, it's very individualistic, right? We, we probably all pray the sinner's prayer to accept Jesus for myself. And we often say, God has called me to do this. God has called me to go to Malawi God has called my husband and I. But when God calls us, he calls us and our children and our children's children. The calling of God is intergenerational, is transgenerational, and um, it's passed down through the generations. And I know most of you here are younger than the other two congregations, but when God calls you, he calls your, you and your children and your children's children. Some, uh, for some of you, it could be physical children. For, uh, and for all of us, it's our spiritual children. And um, 
you know, here, the third time when God said to Abraham, he also said, I will surely bless you. So I want to, you to let these words really marinate and soak into your hearts because the Lord said, I will surely bless you and I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. And through your offsprings, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And of course, this was given to Abraham. But when I think of this passage, I always think of us Chinese people. Because God has made us the most numerous people on earth. We are literally the, like the stars in the sky and the, the sand on the seashore. And um, this, this graph is from the World uh, Christian Encyclopedia, published in 2020. And you could see the Chinese language is the most spoken um, mother tongue in the world. And this one is also from the World Christian Encyclopedia. The Chinese language is the fifth most spoken language among Christians. So this means we have the fifth largest uh, Christian population in the world. And uh, so I really believe that the Chinese people are people that God has multiplied and blessed like the stars in the sky, the sand on the seashore. God repeats this promise the fourth time, but this time it was to Isaac, Abraham's son. And it says, through your offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Again, it is through your seed, your offspring, your children's children, that I am going to bless all the peoples of the earth. And I love that first line, the Lord said to Isaac, and he says to us, I will be with you, and I will bless you. And that's what the Lord is saying to you today. I will be with you in whatever you're going through, and I will bless you. And through you and your children and offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. The fifth time, God repeats the same promise, but this time to Jacob right, Abraham's grandson, and he says, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. So the calling and the promises of God goes from you to the next generation to the next generation. And uh, I love what God says to Jacob here, and as we know, Jacob was a devious guy. He was a schemer and a deceiver. Uh, but God says, I am with you, I will watch over you wherever you go, and I'll bring you back to this land. I will never leave you. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And that is what God is saying for each one of us here today. I am with you. I will bless you. And I will never leave you until I have fulfilled my promise to you. Amen? Yeah, so you are blessed and the Lord will fulfill his promises to you and all the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus. So we see here there's a composite promise that God gave 
uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we now know we are heirs of Abraham. And uh, God, first of all, promised him land. And the Lord promised him that, um, that he, will, he will spread out northward, and he will spread out southward, and he will spread out eastward, and he will set, uh, spread out westward. And God will give him all that land. And again, today, God wants us to take the gospel and spread to the north, the south, the east, and the west. And the promise, so the promise of the land uh, continues. The Lord also promised uh, descendants to Abraham. In fact, God renamed Abraham to Abraham to mean the father of nations, and from Sarai to Sarah to mean the mother of nations, from whom kings will come. And so the Lord today wants to rename us, to rename us so that we will be father of nations, we will be mother of nations. I know that seems inconceivable, but God is giving you a global inheritance, a world-sized promise to make you fathers and mothers of nations, and he has promised to bless you. I share my testimony earlier because, as I said, I was just pretty broken I was uh, very depressed. I flunked out of college, which no Chinese kid should ever do, right? Um, but you know what? God does not choose just the wise and the strong and the gifted. In my case, he chose someone who was broken, who had failed, who had brought shame to my, my parents. My dad was an ambassador. He was the number two diplomat in Taiwan, and I flunked out of college. Um, but, you know, God calls us wherever we are today, with whatever past we've done, uh, with whatever family we are from, and he is calling us, and he wants to bless you tremendously. And he wants to bless you, so, and, uh, but not only bless you, he wants to bless through you so that you will be a blessing wherever you go. It could be in your workplace. It could be right here in New Jersey um, and also unto the nations. Now, the Lord uh, fulfilled his promise to Abraham in, uh, in multiple ways. Obviously, immediately through his descendants, right? Uh, secondly, it is through Jesus the Messiah. It says here in Galatians that Jesus was the seed. And thirdly, he wants to fulfill that promise to Abraham through us who are his offsprings, who are his heirs. And, uh, and one day... We will see uh, from every tribe, every tongue, every nation, uh, people, worshipers gather around the throne of Jesus. This is actually why I do missions. Um, I'm actually, I don't know if you guys do personality tests ever, um, but there's a personality test called Strength Finder. And my empathy is actually very, uh, one of the bottom. I, I'm very low in compassion and empathy. So, uh, but what I am motivated by is one day 
to see lovers of Jesus from every tribe, every tongue, every nation, worshiping Jesus around the throne of God. Uh, so earlier, I, t I talked about the promise and the purpose of blessings, where there's also a price to pay for blessings. And as we know, God gave Abraham the call, but to inherit the blessing, Abraham had to travel 400 miles on foot. He had to leave his home, his father, his household, and travel 400 miles to a place he would go. And if I were Abraham, when I finally arrive at the promised land, I would be so relieved, right? Like, phew, here I am. I get the blessing. But as soon as he arrived, there was a famine. And then he had to leave and go to Egypt. And finally, he comes back from Egypt. He probably thought, oh, now I can get settled in the promised land. But guess what? His man and his nephew Lot's men, they get into a huge conflict, and they have to split the land between the two of them. Then Abraham again attempted to settle down, but then he got drawn into a 12-year war between nine kingdoms. So here is Abraham with the sure calling a blessing, but all he was experiencing was one strife after the other. The second time that I told you God gave him the, bless, uh, the promise three times, well, the second time God gave him the promise was, was actually uh, right after God revealed to him that he was about to destroy a whole city. And he invites Abraham to in, intercede on behalf of that city he was about to de destroy. The third time that God gave Abraham the promise, it was, Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your only son. So every time God gave him the promise, it came with a price to pay. And that is still true today. And I find that this is something that's harder for, for us Chinese. Uh, and yet we know how to pay a great price. I think um, Chinese parents pay the greatest price that our children will have a future, right? The Chinese, we work very, very hard so that our kids can go to, to good schools, get good degrees, and become successful. We've left um, our country and we've gone to uh, all over the world to resettle and give our, uh, our children a better future. So we know what it's like to pay the price. And the blessing of God requires a price too, just like Abraham had to pay a price. Um, on this picture, the top of the picture, is one of our, our, our nation's church planners. His name is George and uh, he was uh, living a good life in Kenya, in Nairobi, Kenya, with his wife and seven kids. And then he realized that in the northern part of his country, there was a totally unreached people group called the East Pocots. And the East Pocots, they live in an area that's really, really harsh. In fact, there's no running water and uh, there's no electricity. And most of them, they herd cattle. And apparently, they're so physically tough, they can walk for about eight hours 
through the land and not require a drop of water. And so several years ago, George moved to a city near the East Pocots uh, to start sharing the gospel. And we do a lot of business for mission training, so we helped him set up a barbershop. So that's his barbershop in the new city near the East Pocots so that he can earn a living. And he, he now earns enough to support himself, but not to bring his family and seven children to where he's living. But God has really blessed him um, among the East Pocots. He now has planted about 20 house churches. The literacy rate among the East Pocots is 2%. So even though there's printed Bibles, right now we're thinking of how to get uh, audio Bibles to them. And, um, and, you know, it cannot be loaded in your iPhone because they don't have electricity, so it will have to be solar-powered. Uh, but these young men, uh, they were herders and they were thieves. What, what they would do is they would fight and they would go to someone else's area and steal uh, other people's cattle. And, um, and then George started sharing, sharing with them, and now there is about 20, 30 uh, of these young men following Jesus. And they call themselves the Reformed Warriors. And what they do is they get on these motorbikes. I don't know how all four of them fit on it, but they go around now sharing the gospel. And uh, they go around saying, we are the reformed warriors. We want to tell you about Jesus. But there was a price to pay. George had to pay the price. And um, I just want to end with um, a short sharing. So um, I'm the international director of All Nations and was founded by Floyd and Sally McClung. Some of you may have heard of him. He was the international director of YWAM, and he wrote 18 books, including The Father Heart of God, which is um, a core reading for YWAM. But they established All Nations so that we can go to peoples and places that's unreached by the gospel, to proclaim the gospel, to make disciples, and to leave behind a church movement, meaning churches that plant churches that plant churches. And I want to, I want to end with a quote by him because it will give you some idea um, of who our nations is, but also of missions. And he wrote a famous article, it's called Apostolic Passion, that God wants to give each one of us passion, apostolic passion. And he defines it here. He says, apostolic passion is a deliberate, intentional choice to live for the worship of Jesus in the nations. It has to do with being committed to the point of death, to spreading his glory. It is the quality of those who are on fire for Jesus, who dream of the whole world being covered with the glory of the Lord. If you have apostolic passion, you are one of the most dangerous people on the planet. Now, we Chinese like to play it very safe. But God today is blessing us so that we can be one of the most dangerous people on the planet. 
with the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is calling us to be courageous. He's calling us to be committed to the point of death, to not for ourselves, but to the spreading um, of the gospel, to the spreading of his glory. So again, I, you know, I, I spent the last 15 years mainly training and sending American missionaries. And of course, we have missionaries from many parts of the world. But several years ago, I really asked the Lord, I said, Lord, would you give me the privilege and honor of training and mobilizing the Chinese people? And uh, again, as I said, the Lord has made us the most populous people on earth, like the stars in the skies and the sand on the seashore. And he has made us the sixth largest missions force. Do you know China now is the sixth largest sending nation of missionaries? This uh, includes the Roman Catholics and also the Orthodox Church. But we are living at a time where God is mobilizing the Chinese people to the nations. He has made us the fifth largest Christian population. And China itself has the world's second largest number of unreached people groups. And so he is calling us and blessing us so that we may be a blessing to the nations. I, I love uh, what the scriptures said about Abraham at the end of his life. It says, God had blessed Abraham in every way. What a statement. Earlier I asked you to think about the ways God has blessed you. We can also think about the areas we feel, how come God is not blessing me in this area? This area of my life always seems to be a struggle, always seems to be a hindrance, always seems to be a barrier. I'm always stuck. But you know, that is not how God wants it. He wants to bless us in every way so that we can be a blessing. And I also love that after Abraham died, it says in Genesis, God blessed his son Isaac. The blessing of the Lord continues beyond us generation after generation after generation. And um, so I, wa I want to end with this blessing. Uh, it is from Psalm 67. And I want to uh, pray this, read this, and pray this over each one of you. It's a beautiful psalm. So may God be gracious to you and bless you. And may he make his face shine upon you. Again, what's the purpose? So that your ways, God's ways, may be known on earth and his salvation among all the nations. May we who are God's people praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you 
and may the nations be glad and sing for joy. May you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May we who are God, your people praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. The land yields its harvest, and God, our God, blesses us. May God bless us still, so that, again the purpose, so that all the ends of the earth would know him, fear him, and worship him. So thank you for having me share. I just want to thank Cornerstone Church for adopting me as a missionary, supporting me as a missionary, and giving me this chance to share. Most churches allow their missionaries five minutes to share, and I'm just so grateful that you guys uh, allow me to share from my heart. And, um, you know, I also want to thank uh, Cornerstone Church because last year in November we were able to establish our first missions training and sending hub and this time in Taiwan, to train and send out Chinese speakers so that uh, we Chinese can be part of being a blessing to the nation. So thank you, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Okay. And.